Hello, friends. What's up? First of all, this is an extremely important interview. And let me get this out of the way. If you're within the state of uh, Michigan, golm.org, Gift of Life Michigan, golm.org. Go there, fill that form out, take you two minutes. In case you get hit by a train, all your organs are going to be donated to some fantastic soul who is just waiting patiently, hoping to get their life saved. And because of you and you didn't like stop for the train thing, you've now saved their life. So there you go. I know that's cheeky, but you know what I'm talking about. If you're without of the state uh, with on the outs up, oh, geez, I can't even talk. If you're out of the state of Michigan, registerme.org. That's where you go and fill that thing out. Takes you two minutes and you will save someone's life in the unlikely event that something tragic happens to you. Okay, we got that out of the way. Uh, I have someone who is um, a recipient of five organs uh, and alive and well today because of a sweet soul who filled out her donor card, filled out her donor information. This gentleman is named Dominic Anastasi. As you know, I'm a digital ambassador for Gift of Life Michigan. Dominic is a recipient ambassador uh, and advocate for organ donation. So I'm going to interview him. Five organs were put into Dominic's body because of the gift of life donated by a sweet lady named Lindsay. So let's get right after it. This is my interview with Dominic Anastasi. Hello, Dominic. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, never better. You, you look awesome. You sound awesome. How do you feel? I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. A little, little dehydrated, but uh, other than that, doing pretty well. Uh, you've made a full recovery then from a, uh, uh, is it called a, do I say multivisceral uh, uh, donation or transplant? How, how would I describe it? Um, yes, it's a multivisceral transplant. It's a, it's a simultaneous transplant done all at once where they transplant your liver, your pancreas, your stomach, and then both the small and large intestines. Okay, start from the beginning. How how did it happen that all of those things rebelled on you in such a way that you required such a drastic maneuver to save your life? Uh, it started back in 2004. I developed um, some vomiting, some nausea. I went to the emergency room, and uh, they were pretty sure that it was a case of pancreatitis. And then I started having more pains on and off. And in early 2014, I developed another case of pancreatitis that was uh, gallstone related. So they sent me to a surgeon to have my gallbladder removed. Everything went well. Uh, I was doing fine for a period of about two years and then in early 2016 i started having periods where i would get really sharp abdominal pain and i would start vomiting so they sent me to see a gastroenterologist and uh, they did a colonoscopy that looked fine but he wanted to do an endoscopic ultrasound uh, to look for signs of chronic pancreatitis because I had had several cases. And uh, in doing that procedure, 
they believed they found a gallstone lodged in my common bile duct. Okay. So they did another procedure called an ERCP to try to remove that. And then during that procedure, they lacerated my bile duct. Uh, They went into my pancreatic duct with the guide wire they use. I developed severe necrotizing pancreatitis. Uh, I ended up going into multi-organ failure. I had to be intubated and spent about two weeks on a ventilator. Uh, I started recovering from that a little bit. But in the years that followed, it just started a massive chain reaction. I started developing blood clots. I clotted uh, all of the major veins that led to my liver. And uh, my liver had started failing. Wow. So are you telling, I I don't mean to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but because this, okay, it was already, you were having issues, but there was a mistake that was made that caused damage to your system, which then led to all these other terrible things happening. Correct. Correct. Okay. So you went in for one thing and now all of a sudden your organs are failing and you're faced with a very, very dire set of circumstances. Yes. uh, We initially talked about doing just the liver But the problem was I was seen at University of Michigan when I had uh, all these blood clots and they tried to do what they call a recanalization and they tried to make new pathways for the blood to flow and remove the clots. And it had worked at first. And in my portal vein, what they had done was they had placed a stent And within a few days, I threw another blood clot right in the middle of that stent. And the issue with the uh, liver transplant surgeon was if he tried to remove that stent and tore that portal vein, he explained to my wife and I, he said that would be the moment where he would have to go and explain to my family that I passed away on the operating table. Oh, so we're talking about a very fine procedure with a high risk of death. Okay. So it, it was his recommendation to do the uh, multivisceral. And uh, his recommendation was to go to Indiana University because they're close to home. And uh, they have expertise in doing this type of transplant. And because everything comes as one, they didn't have to try to remove that stent. So the survival rate would be much higher. And in January of last year, I had a virtual appointment with the surgeon down at IU And um, he was very straightforward, very blunt. He told me that um, he felt like I would be the perfect candidate for a multivisceral based on all of the uh, information that he got from the local hospitals here in Michigan and essentially told me that uh, transplant was the only option I had left. When you're at that point and he tells you that, have you... Ben, do you can you still survive with your damage setup? 
for a period of time. I mean, it would probably have been uncomfortable, but could you have lived? Not very long. No, you were going to die if you don't get a transplant. Pretty quickly. I, uh, I was listed officially July of last year or July. I'm sorry, July of 2020. I was listed and uh, I was transplanted August of 2020. And uh, when he came out and spoke to my wife after the procedure, that was the first question she had for him was how long I could have survived with the organs I had. And his only response to her was not long at all. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Wow. Okay. So, um, you listed in July. You have the procedure one month later. Yes. Yes. The surgery. Um, we're going somewhere with this. Um, you are an advocate for organ donation, gift of life, Michigan national organ registry. An angel saved you 29 year old young lady um, named Lindsay. Uh, she was the one who donated to you and saved your life. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Um, I can see a picture of this uh, brilliant soul right now. Um, what do you know about Lindsay? Uh, I've been communicating back and forth with her mother. Um, they wrote me a letter about a month after my transplant. And then we just recently, in the last couple of months, started communicating through Facebook Messenger. And um, I know that she was 29. She has a brother. She has one older brother. I guess they were, they were really close. She loved animals. She had several cats. Um, she was a vegetarian. She did not like a lot of meat. Her mother said, other than uh, McDonald's cheeseburgers, that was about the only that was about the only meat she would eat. Yeah, gotta gotta have those. Gotta have yeah. those. Yeah, she loved to bake. Um, when you got the phone call that there is a uh, uh, a new, um, I guess, digestive system for you, and it is time to come to the hospital, um, were you actually in Indiana at that time, staying there? Uh, no, I was actually, I was in the emergency room in Kalamazoo. Oh, okay. I, I was under the impression that you had to have the procedure done in, in uh, Indiana. That's, that's not true? No, the procedure was done in Indiana. But oh. I had, when I received the call, I was in Kalamazoo. You just happened to be in the emergency room. 
Yeah, we had a drive from Kalamazoo down to Indianapolis. What was that like? Um, you're told basically you're getting a new set of organs. Can you take me through those thoughts, those emotions? Um, because one minute before that phone call, you're convinced you're going to die. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very emotional. I remember, um, I broke down, I cried because it was, it was tears of joy that I knew in this moment that I potentially was going to have a shot to live. Um, I knew there were still some risks. Um, there was still the risk that I might not make it off the operating table, but I wasn't thinking that at the time I was just excited that, uh, I was going to have a chance to live. And I had a son that was graduating high school uh, the following June that um, I knew at that moment that I would have a shot to be able to watch him graduate. My gosh. That was pretty exciting. Um, The procedure takes place. You're coming out of... uh sedation what's the first thing that you recall as you came out of sedation it's usually some wild thought or something like that what do you remember the first thing when you came out of sedation Um, the first thing i remember was just being really groggy and the first as soon as i first came to i don't remember much i just remember the nurses coming into my room And uh, they removed the breathing tube that I had in. And then the first thing I did was call my wife. um, Because she was at the hotel at that point sleeping. And I had lost all track of time. I had no idea what time it was. Uh, Apparently, it was 1230 in the morning. Wow. Um, So they they had just laid down to go to sleep and... She yeah. freaked out a little bit. She was wondering who was calling her from uh, from the hospital, but <laughs> she was she was happy when she got to hear my voice. Wow. How long was that procedure to do all of that work? At, uh, it was approximately ten hours. Wow. Does do all of the organs that you don't need anymore? Do those leave you? Do they? I mean, I know that's a weird question. Some might say that's even a dumb question, but like when I I had a friend who had it. He actually had my kidney put into him and they left his old kidneys. Did you, what, what do they do with your stuff? Um, no, my, everything I had came out. They just, it's like, it's like a remodel completely. Full yep. remodel. Okay. Cause uh, it's, they do the same thing with the pancreas is usually they'll just piggyback the new pancreas with the old pancreas. But uh, in this case, they, they didn't yeah. all of my things came out and the new organs went in. I feel actually now in hindsight that that was a horrible question because that would imply that they're leaving your large intestine in there along with the new one. That, that what doesn't make any sense. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they did all that. And then they, uh, they took my spleen as well. Okay. Um, now at which point from, okay, you get the phone call, you go down to Indiana. At some point you, you have to start thinking about what's going on. How did I get this gift? Right. Yes. Take me through that, please. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty emotional the following morning. Um, The following morning, it was uh, my transplant was done on a Saturday. It was Sunday morning. 
my wife was there bright and early as soon as visiting hours uh, began. And I just remember I got really emotional because I was happy that I got this gift. But in the back of my mind, I knew for me to receive this gift, somebody had to tragically lose their life and that there was a family out there mourning the loss of their loved one, whether it was a husband, wife, daughter, because at the time, obviously, I didn't know who my donor was. I just knew that there was a family grieving and I became really emotional and they had to call the uh, chaplain up to my room to speak with me because at the time I was just inconsolable. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. And you know, there's um, just the, uh, the, the whole concept of donation and in particular, this case, something as sudden as, and, uh, and tragic that happened to that young lady. Um, if, I mean, for me as a father, if one of my children had that, had something happen and then their organs were donated I, for me, it would help me grieving in my grief to know that a portion of my child's body is alive and well and doing an amazing job, keeping someone alive for a long, long time. It's, I, I, I can't think of anything more incredible than that. And I, I, boy, I tell you what, it's absolutely, it truly is a gift of life. You know, it, it definitely is. It definitely is. And that's why I, I volunteer with gift of life to get the word out and to encourage people to register as donors because it, it makes a difference. And that's uh, it's a perfect opportunity because, you know, if you are in the state of Michigan, you go to G O L M dot org and all this is in the show notes when we uh, when we publish and if you're out of the state of michigan you go to um wait a minute i had it down and then i lost it do you know it off the top of your head for the national registry i'm not sure i don't i don't know if it's through uh i don't know if it's through donate life i've got it here written down somewhere national registry.org i think i feel like a jackass well anyway i'll leave it in the show notes and then people can get it that way just so that they go and fill it out. It takes them like one minute and it's, it's it, you know, then people know that you have uh, agreed to donate your organs in the unlikely event of something uh, uh, happening to you. So yeah, man, I, I tell you what, it's, I, I, it's so fantastic that you're here and now here you are advocating for it. It, it truly is fantastic. That's, that's, that's the way it was supposed to be. Absolutely. Okay, so what's uh, next on the horizon for you? I mean, you've uh, you've got a uh, since that happened a a, a renewed um, um, life, and so you're probably everything you do has got to be full of just enthusiasm, love, and uh, and and amazing um, you know efforts in order to get the things done in life that you want done, right? Oh yeah, it's it's just a lot of spending time. Uh with my family spending as much time with them as I can. I have uh, all of my three kids that are still in high school play sports. So it's helping, uh, helping them with their sports, getting to go watch them play. Yeah. Um, actually we have a cruise coming up as a family that we're taking uh, January of next year. So we're, we're looking forward to that. That's great. 
Dominic. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad that people can hear your story and know how important it is to register um, with uh, Gift of Life or any of the other organizations, National Donor Registry, uh, in order to make it a possibility if something does happen. So I tell you, what, I cannot thank you enough for the time. I'm so glad that you are here. And God bless Lindsay's family and her. And just uh, I, I continued, um, you know, uh, communication with them. I hope that that continues to go well and, and, and helps that grieving family, Dominic. Thanks. I, I definitely appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care.